0: All right, we're recording.
1: Uh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text Yep. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, AKA Tommy Ain't Got No Job, AKA We Got Emmys, AKA We Got Grammys, AKA Producers Produce.
0: Hey, man, this is, uh, what is, who am I?
1: Hey, right, man, I, I don't know,
0: <laughs> This is the smug, dude. <laughs> Love at first smug and the storyteller. And I'm about to be running a show again. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, about to be running a show again. So All right. you got shout outs. Who is your group? Oh, who are you? Uh, oh shout out! I'll like, say what? Oh shout
1: out! Oh, I, I, I don't think I got any this week. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it! I know I had one, I forgot it. So
0: just like, like I forgot who who I was, what my name yeah,
1: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I had one earlier. Yeah. Oh, shout out real quick to Serena. She what with, with that girl butt tonight. Yeah, so she, she still she's still in the U.S. Open.
0: Serena. Tiger yeah. Woods was going crazy.
1: Yeah, I saw yeah tie up with that. Somebody somebody I ain't gonna say the joke, somebody said. All right, let's move Don't on. Don't say the joke. Nah.
0: So where can they find us?
1: Uh they can find us on Spotify, Apple Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Pod Hit us up on the internet, Unlimited Text Pod on Twitter and Instagram, unlimited Text Pod at gmail.com.
0: Um. So, question of the week from a listener. Did BYU and Duke handle the situation correctly with the volleyball player who received racist taunts at their game? So, you want to set it up so everybody knows what we're talking about?
1: Yeah, so I guess at a, a volleyball game, I guess it was a home game for BYU. Uh, the uh, only black player on the Duke University team said that every time she was serving, and you, anybody know anything about volleyball, when you serve, you're counting the back of the back of the court by yourself, close to the crowd. From the pictures I saw, and she said every time she served, someone was calling her the N word. Yeah, that's what I. I, I, I
0: yeah. Based on the stories, yes.
1: Yeah. So, uh, BYU, uh, they said they put police by the bench. After she reported it, they put police uh, by where she was serving from and that they uh, asked the fan to leave. And they said the fan was in the student section. Not saying it was a student, but they saying he was in the student section.
0: Yeah, that that's crazy. It's like it's in the 1950s and 60s again. Right. When you got the first athletes that get, you know, get to go out and play these sports. mm mm-hmm. um, And they being heckled. Like, you know, some things never change. And, uh, ah, man, I don't, I don't even know. I don't, yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. I do like the fact that the athletic director um, what I read, he went to the uh to the hotel the next morning, mm-hmm. sat and talked right. to the girl. Yeah, I do like that. I thought that was pretty cool, but um,
1: he 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 put out a, a pretty good statement too. Uh, I guess my thing in a situation like that is, you know, we we go to sporting events. You know, we'll we'll be at a sporting event together next month, and you know, we've talked about the language at those kind of events and. But I don't know man Like It feels like If you If you in the crowd And you using that word Like Nah We gotta We, we can't have the match Keep going Yeah, you know? Like we gotta start the match And we gotta escort That dude up out of there That's what I was that's, gonna
0: say You gotta put Put uh, him on public display Right Escort him up out of there Like cause Everything that's going on In the world With right. like mass shootings And Yeah All that kind of stuff Like you can't be too sure and think that, that you're safe in a situation like that. Cause that's like very hostile. Um,
1: yeah, he, but yeah, if you if got to just, stop the game. Yeah. If he was just calling, you know, I mean, not to say it'd be all right, but if he was just, you know, saying you suck or whatever, but that kind of language, man. And, and again, it's just, it's just always that thing of, if he's saying that and she can hear, it, that means everybody in that section can hear him too. Right. So that means everybody in the sec- like if you screaming that word out there and, everybody- and she can hear it obviously in, in a in a volleyball gym it's not huge like it's a football stadium but every a lot of the people around knew who was saying that John, too man and it took for her to say like this needs to stop and none of the other fans like that I don't know that 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 John got me questioning the BYU student section too cuz if the dude just kept saying then nobody from the student section was like, yo, this, hey, yeah, dude, like, what you doing? Or, yo, come get this dude, man. But
0: Yeah, that's true. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, you guilty by association at that point because, like, you are, I think we talked about this before on a pod, like, where, where you know, it's either you speak up. Right. Right. and it, But and if you don't speak up, you're against me. So you're mm-hmm. either with me or against me. Right, and so uh so yeah yeah if I was a student in the crowd I'm supposed to speak up and I'm yeah, supposed to be like supposed to call that person out and get the uh security to escort them out
1: right like even even like I said because you know we've been to games and you know people say stuff and cuss and everything and you know you laugh or whatever you know cussing you like uh I may not be comfortable with that jump but a racial slur nah somebody somebody in the crowd had to had to snitch
0: A- young, a young, yeah so let's just say you um you get evicted from your apartment right okay are you gonna go back to the apartment burn the joint down oh I saw that joint and when people run out of the apartment you won't shoot them
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that story. Huh? Like,
0: people are out of their mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like, like the people that other people that lived there, like they was the reason you got evicted, and huh? like they ain't not pay your rent.
0: Yeah, so in Houston, Texas, a guy, um, a man got evicted from the apartment. So what he does is he uh. He sets the uh, fire to the building, right? Arson, sets mm-hmm. a fire to the building to lure the tenants out, and start shooting people. Yeah, and he killed. Oh, I think he said. I read that he killed three people. Yeah, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, they only need they only need a trial for that dude, man. No trial, just.
0: So I mean, there was many a Youngs that we could have had tonight, but. Yeah. I was thinking about that all week like like how in anybody in any world does that make sense that you you mad at everybody that was able to pay their rent
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody came running out that bill that had you evicted yeah
0: yeah you mad at everybody else because they were able to pay their rent
1: yeah and you shooting them you shooting yeah. the wrong people. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't shoot nobody, but you're definitely shooting the wrong people. Yeah, like
0: you. I mean, like, what did these people, these innocent people, have to do with anything? And right. the landlords, what do they have to do with it? Because the agreement is basically like, you know, you pay your rent, and if you don't pay your rent, this is your situation. So, right. I don't know. That's all I got to say about it. But that's uh, that's the a young for the week. Mm-hmm.
1: Roflation Yeah man Yeah man Still roflationing
0: So uh CDC My wife Okay Said that she's really seriously considering Applying for a Fauci job <laughs> I heard it tonight.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, well, she need a letter of recommendation. I got her. Yeah.
0: I heard it tonight. She said yeah. she, she she knows just as much as him. She thinks.
1: I got uh, I got. Hey, speak real quick, huh? So your man, your man Aaron Rodgers went on the Joe Rogan podcast right this week again, and uh, yeah, and of course both of them was talking about you know COVID, fake, blah blah blah. And then Aaron Rogers said that he basically found a cure for COVID.
0: This I thought he he went on like last year, right?
1: Yeah, he's, he's on again, yeah. So he said he he said he found a cure for COVID. And all I was thinking was, right, if you really found a cure for COVID, then share that junk, yeah. Huh? Why are you keeping it a secret? Like if you, Aaron Rodgers, you got enough notoriety. If you really said you got a cure for COVID, he said, yeah, I got a cure that don't need the vaccine and don't need to take these pills. Well, hook everybody else up, brother.
0: They just approved uh, today another um,
1: booster. Yeah, I know. For the new jumps. But we don't need the booster. Aaron Rodgers got the cure. Huh? Y'all can stop. Take, we don't need the vaccine. We don't need Paxlovid. We don't need masks. Social distancing. We don't need nothing, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, has the cure for COVID, but he won't share with everybody, because he's against Big Pharma. Now, make that make sense, yeah. I mean, what's the?
0: The, what's the cure <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying And hey, you're against big pharma well cool if you got the cure that's not part of big pharma they hook everybody else up dog. yeah you can instantly shut them down right listen you got the cure and you aaron Rodgers, you know like so it ain't why? like it ain't like smug dude and tommy saying they got the cure you're aaron freaking rogers huh
0: so why didn't you make him the uh the Wellington part,
1: because I, I I keep trying to start to talk about like ignorant people yeah but my Wellington is so good this week. But anyway, back to roflation. My my fault. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sidetracked me again. Yeah. So where have all the workers gone? Sixteen million Americans between ages eighteen to sixty five are experiencing COVID symptoms long after infection, long COVID. Now, they wouldn't be experiencing long COVID if Aaron Rodgers would share that cure, but, you know, I digress. So, that report estimates that between two to four million of these people are currently out of work because of long COVID. Damn, that's a lot of people not work. I might have to try to play that long COVID game.
0: Man. Hey, let, help me understand. Uh, that's scary to me. Those two words, long COVID. I've been hearing it a lot lately. What is long COVID?
1: Yeah, they, they don't really know how to. Des- they don't really know how to describe it. Is that they just really- long
0: term effects?
1: It's just people have. I was worried for a while. My cough lasted for like a couple of weeks, but if it went away. But yeah, some people they have cough, and some people they say the big things people have like brain fog. Yes. And I don't. I don't think I have brain fog, but you know, ask my wife, she might say otherwise. But um. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it it's a lot of people they say still saying they can't go to work. 2 to 4
0: million people.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a wide range too. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's yeah, that's that's
1: that's, that's a- that's not good statistical work by whoever came with that idea.
0: Yeah, two to <laughs> two, four million people. Like, ah, uh, we really don't know how many, but we think it's two million, but it could be about four. Yeah, depending like upon right. who we ask.
1: Well, I was thinking too. It's probably a lot of people saying, "Yeah, I got long COVID." And they like, mm, I don't know. He just trying to get out of work because you know. I think uh, in California, I think, I think they'll pay you for eight days if you get COVID. Like if your job won't pay you, I think they'll pay you for eight days. Hmm. So I don't know, like maybe if you get disability and other stuff, maybe you can get that, maybe you can get like longer payments. So people, that's why they might be like, some people might have. and some. Because how can you really tell somebody if they don't or don't have brain fog? Like that's definitely something you could easily go into a junk and be like, oh uh, yeah, my brain, uh, uh, you know, you could definitely fake that. They can't test that.
0: Yeah, and again it's sad that we even have to have to have a conversation about whether someone will be honest about being sick or not. Right. Um but they they were saying the the the, the greatest uh way to uh uh to avoid long COVID mm-hmm. is to avoid getting infected. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so that's that's their feedback. It's just don't get COVID. Again, yeah, maybe, like you know what I
1: mean. Baby, your wife does need the job. Yeah.
0: yeah, don't don't get it again. I know somebody that's had it three times.
1: Yeah, I know we was just on the Zoom today with this dude said he's had it. He got it now. It's his third time.
0: Hmm.
1: He's like, I don't even be outside. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I did the last time I saw him. We was at this uh jazz festival, so I don't know what he's talking about. He ain't outside, but whatever.
0: Are people dying still?
1: I mean, it's like. 80. It's like, well, the last thing I saw, it's like less than like a hundred people a day now. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the average American lifespan dropped almost two years during during COVID. It used to be in America, the average life span was 78.8 years and now it's down to 77 years. And actually in New York, because obviously New York when it first happened, COVID first popped that was where it was really bad. The life expectancy went down three years. So uh, they said the best place for life expectancy in America is Hawaii. The average age you live in Hawaii is almost 82 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so trying try to try live long and you know, move move to move, Hawaii. Move to Hawaii. And get, get the hell out of New York. Yeah.
0: Yeah, everybody's leaving New York
1: though. For, for, <laughs> in for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. Yeah, they're um, in droves. They um this is like a last minute jump. A California school district is asking parents to help house teachers. One uh this Northern California school district is one of several school districts that are having trouble attracting and keeping educators facing high turnover rates due to lack of affordable housing options. So the Northern California school district is now asking parents who have room to spare inside their homes to rent the extra space out to teachers. The school district notified parents by way of a school communication act, explained the district has lost several teachers last year to more affordable communities outside of the district. So far, they've had 34 parents that have offered to house teachers.
0: That's it?
1: Yeah, I mean... They, That's not bad, they,
0: though. Actually, 34 people stepped up.
1: Yeah, but they saying that they losing teachers because teachers, they ain't paying teachers enough to live in this expensive Northern California community.
0: Yeah, of course Now, How much is it li- cost? Like, yeah, it's like, these houses are massively expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> close to a
0: million dollars probably in these in these areas, and that's like a seven eight thousand dollar mortgage payment or something like that.
1: Right. Yeah, and you a teacher making forty two thousand dollars, hopefully.
0: Yeah, after taxes, that's pretty much a third of your check uh, yeah. for the year. Yeah. So for one month.
1: Hey, uh, but imagine, yeah, imagine you come home and you teacher... <laughs> You are teaching the spare bedroom, yeah? <laughs> I'd be like, hold on, yeah. What the hell is Mrs. Johnson doing at the kitchen table, yeah? <laughs> if
0: you're the student.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know how blown you would be, yeah. You can't lie about your homework, yeah. You can't you can't lie about you're supposed to be going on a on a school trip, yeah. Ms. Johnson like, nope. Nah, he be acting up every day. Yeah? That's a blower for the student. Hey, you
0: know how I was telling those bad, bad, uh, bad dad jokes a couple weeks ago? Right. I just thought of one. Oh. Not ice cream though. Oh. Like, so I said, <laughs> speaking of the teacher, I saw like you know coming home and your teacher there. Right. So I saw a uh, a video, and this man was explaining why he got uh, why he got divorced, and he basically said. His, uh, he woke up and nobody in his family wished him happy birthday. Right. It was his birthday. Like his kids didn't wish him happy birthday. His, uh, his wife didn't wish him happy birthday. Like nobody. Then he goes to work and his boss, you know, was like, you know, big up and him, wishing him happy birthday. And she's like basically right. like, you know, do you want to go out for lunch for your birthday? He's like, yeah, sure. And, um, then they go to lunch and she's like, well, do you want to, um, you know, you want to sl- slip back to my house? You know, you want to go back to my house um, after we have lunch mm-hmm. to my place? He like, um, yeah, <laughs> like, I want to go back to this place. So he says uh, he says he goes back and the lady was like, you know, I got to go back to my bedroom um, to slip into something. You know, I think she said to slip into something more comfortable or something like that. Right. Right. So he said everybody including his kids and his wife was there and they came out to surprise him. Uh-huh. And he was on the couch butt naked. <laughs> 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 waiting waiting for his uh waiting for his his boss, his boss to go out. So That's
1: just Yeah, go
0: ahead, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Anyway, no, just you made me think about that when you said the tea. <laughs> I don't even think how relevant that was, but yeah, <laughs> you made me think about that, like your teachers there and there. You know, I
1: don't know. Yeah, yeah you seen your teacher. Yeah, yeah and you seen yeah, your teacher
0: nah. take a shower or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like yeah. that's that would be that would be like really weird to me. Yeah. But it really made me think about that. Uh, I saw that earlier today where, where he. Uh, supposedly it was a true story the guy was explaining it oh it wasn't even a joke he was like but
1: the thing the thing that's weird about that story though right is like if you the wife why would you like if i just don't understand how the wife would put that together thinking that her husband the reason that her husband would want to go home with the boss is because he's interested in it like i don't
0: yeah, that was that was crazy, right? So that's. Damn, that's I don't, that don't make it had no to sense, be like yeah. one of them social media kind of situations. I, yeah, I, yeah,
1: because that that jump don't make no sense. Sure. I
0: don't know. So I digress. Let's go back to the. Uh, oh, so we deflated now.
1: Yeah, they say the, the, the deflation. you we have to change the name of the segment, yeah.
0: So not no not roflation anymore. Might have to might have to be deflation. We'll uh, see. we still we still inflated. They they nah, nah, because stuff's we, still high. Yeah, their sites, because they had some 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 numbers, but they came out the other day and said that this thing is is far from over.
1: Yeah, I mean, gas has Jerome gone down. Jerome Powell? They say. Yeah, gas has gone down, they say, like 77 straight days, but it's still like $2 more than it was like, you know, a couple of years ago, so it's still got to catch up. And they said airline electronic prices have gone down major appliances have gone down, airplane tickets and car rentals. Now I will say airplane tickets have gone down. Cause tickets that I bought last month, there was like 1200. I just keep checking just to see. And them jumps down to about 800. So they, they down, they down a little bit, but
0: that's a lot. That's a big swing.
1: Yeah. But it, it's still, that's still double what I would have paid for that same ticket two years ago. though.
0: Yeah. I just booked the flight to, uh, I have to go to Florida to a conference okay. and, uh, I noticed that the uh, the flights were were pretty affordable. They weren't much more than what I was used to paying before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, they're they going down, but if you comparison shop from two years ago, they still still up. But it's definitely significantly different than what it was when I looked a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago, I was going to drive across country to places, you know
0: this go to white, so you know how that goes. I'm saying that's what this is all about, right? There we go. We're gonna talk about this last week, but we didn't.
1: Yeah, the listeners was listeners was mad. Yeah, it was like, where where y'all at?
0: So you uh you going you gonna you mad because your student loans aren't gonna get for, forgiven? They're not gonna retroactively go back and give you your money on your student loans?
1: I did I did Google that junk to see and it was funny because I Googled that junk. And you know how when you type into Google, Google like auto
0: Oh yeah, everybody's typing it.
1: <laughs> so that joke, that jump was like the number one search thing. Yeah,
0: yeah everybody's like like is it <laughs> can retroactive? I can, can I get
1: my back? Yeah. That junk's like yeah, that was the number one search on Google like that day after that joke was announced, yeah. And I was right there with him. But nah, man, I ain't gonna be. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I'm. I'm a little jealous, but I ain't mad, man. You know, I I look at it like this. That'd be like, you know, we talked about it. my grandmother just turned a hundred years old. That'd be like her being mad that black people now ain't got a ride on the back of the bus. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you? I, I ain't gonna be mad at progress, man.
0: Progress, definitely.
1: You know, like, yeah, am I a little like? I mean, I'm sure. Be like damn! I wish I could have rode the front of the bus too but you know but you know you you're you looking for progress looking for help for everybody man
0: so so like 43 million people will benefit from this mm-hmm. and uh about 20 million people will get their loans fully canceled
1: yeah yeah I might hate them
0: <laughs> fully canceled so 20 like
1: yeah 20 yeah,
0: million people won't have student loans at all.
1: So, 43 million people benefit, 20 million fully. Yeah, I think I hate the 20 million. Uh, I'm cool with 23, 23 million. I might hate the 20 Cause million.
0: Because they still got some skin in the game?
1: Yeah, yeah, the 23 million still got some skin. The 20 million got it fully canceled. Yeah, I might I might hate them dudes.
0: Hey, man. So, uh, what is... Uh, I had... So, last week, I was a lot more prepared to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know... We skipped through it, so it don't affect me. So I I've I wiped it out of my memory.
1: But, well, ninety percent of the relief dollars will go to, to borrowers earning less than seventy five thousand dollars.
0: So how do you qualify for it though? Isn't it like ten thousand dollars or something like that that you uh, you get help with?
1: Yeah, or if you got a Pell Grant, yeah, right? Uh, and I, did, you know, actually, I was doing. I don't. I don't think I. I don't. I'm pretty sure I didn't get a Pell Grant, but I was doing. I uh they, okay, I was doing Pell Grant research and they said the reason the Pell Grants basically originally were created was it was allowed to help lower income families send their kids to college and Pell Grants when they first were started it used to cover 80% of the cost of college and today it only covers about 33% of the cost of college
0: man the Pell Grants that we got because we got them as athletes right mm-hmm. um, and so it it was nothing. It wasn't a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. $1,500 per semester or something like that. Right. I mean, that's that, for a college student. That's a lot yeah. of money. Right. Because, you know, they give you a check. Like, that's that's your money.
1: Especially when you buy something and flip. I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I was buying <laughs> sneakers and clothes mm-hmm. and
1: stuff like that, right? And... Yeah,
0: pizza and parties.
1: No, I was I was saying allegedly I heard stories about allegedly
0: about about people buying uh, things like that with their Pell grants.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you, but but uh, ten thousand dollars is really what it's uh the the amount that's going to cover for student loan debt. That's what I remember.
1: yeah. Well, twenty if you got it for Pell grants.
0: Okay, got yeah. you. Got you.
1: So they were saying that uh, Pell Grant, I didn't even know, like I said, I didn't know Pell Grants. They said people of color make up between 60 to 70% of Pell Grant recipients. I I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is really, uh, but I think the other thing that people aren't really saying is that one of the other things that this program is doing is saying that you can only pay 5% of your, only 5% of your income can go to your student loan payment.
0: Yeah, of your discretionary income.
1: Right. So, I mean, I, I guess it used to be like 15%. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, that's a big help. But you you just saw a lot, you know, like the same thing you were saying, like, how do I feel about it? But you saw a lot of people like who went to school in like the 60s and the 70s talking about, oh, yeah, well, I used to be able to work at the coffee shop. And man, if you don't get out of my face with that job. So they were saying the average cost of college has risen. 200% over the last 20 years. Four-year tuition in 1968 average was 1200 In 2022, average is 45000 In 1987, a student at the University of Kansas could pay their tuition with a part-time minimum wage job and still pay for books and food. In 2022, a student working minimum wage attending Kansas would be $38,000 short for school.
0: Yeah, oh, it's just gonna keep getting more expensive. So, like, you know, they 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 took care of the people now, but the colleges and universities they looking like, okay, whatever, good job, but we are going up next year. Yeah, our, our price is going up regardless. <laughs> Today's
1: price is not yeah, tomorrow's
0: yeah, price. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, nah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yesterday's price is it's, not the same price.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whatever, Fred Joe, said, that that junk. Yeah. 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 Well, see, that, that was also my big thing with this whole thing. We talked about this before when they first started talking about it. It's like, okay, you gave people $10,000, but the fact of the matter is if you don't solve the issue, and the issue is the fact that college is just out of control. So we're going to be in the same position 40 years from now with another round of students who are in excessive student loan debt because just the price of college is just completely out of control, man. And the other thing I feel like they should do is, you know, we've talked about it and I guess your boys have talked about it EYL is that should be college. I mean, high schools should have mandatory economic classes now. So people understand that. Cause like I said, I man, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I pay my student loans off, but I don't think in the grand scheme of things, because the way the, the way the colleges make it seem was like, okay, yeah, you're going to take out this money. But, you know if you graduate you're gonna start off making this amount of money so seeming like you owe that amount of money and you think you're gonna make this amount of money every year it doesn't sound that bad right but the fact of the matter is that's not accounting for you gotta pay for your food you gotta pay for where you live like for instance like I think I, I think I owe eighteen thousand and like well if you go out of school your starting salary is gonna be 45 so you're like eighteen thousand 45 true that's I play that jungle off in two years, but the fact is, you didn't make forty five as soon as you came out. And the fact is, thirty
0: something.
1: Yeah, and the fact is, is yeah. Once you take the taxes off of that, and then once you pay for a place to live, and once you try to go out to Miami a couple times, and you know, once you try to go to the movies, you know, like the eighteen thousand that John became like twenty four thousand by the time you actually paid it off.
0: I I promise you, I I I never had a thought in my mind. Of paying a student loan Like as I was going through college Right You know I knew I was getting the loans Right But they're deferred So like you don't see a bill Or anything Right right? And then you get out of college And you start getting these bills For student (laughs) loans You're like yo Where is this coming from You know what I'm saying Like where where is this new bill coming from
1: And they say you Like you ain't got paid For the first six months Yeah and you be siced, and then that junk finally coming. You like, hold on, man. what's, what? Why is this junk this much a month? Man?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's that's the thing too, as well. Is like, I just, I just personally just never even thought about having to pay that bill because I didn't have to pay for it during school. Our saving grace, um, is uh, uh real estate helped us a lot too. We right. were able to take, um, a real estate investment that we had and use the equity in that particular property. To um to pay off our student loans, so my wife and I we paid our student loans off with a with a house that we owned. Okay, which was uh which was really cool for us, but like even like I I you know I I joke all the time how much money I'm gonna have to spend for my kids to go to college. <laughs> Right, right. You know, and so I'm thinking about that. Like, there ain't enough equity left in those <laughs> and, and that property to pay. There, you know, it's gonna be like a half a million dollars, man. <laughs>
1: that junk. That junk got UDC equity in it. Yeah. By the time, <laughs> by
0: the time they get to uh, college and finish school, that's gonna be about. That's gonna be a whole house.
1: Well, like I said, that, that's the. To me, those are the two key things that are missing from this student loan forgiveness
0: well they we, they did say oh Mike, go ahead i'm gonna let you finish
1: yeah what are we gonna do about these crazy college prices and what are we gonna do to educate kids in high school so they really like you said understand that this student loan like you said it's it's actually a real thing it's like because like you say when you're 17 18 man you ain't making no Oh, man, like I said, because they make it seem like, oh, oh, you might owe 30,000, but starting salary for your your career is 65,000. You're like, I'm straight. But again, it's not explaining every, every piece of that to you. And that's the thing. I think that's the, I mean, I don't know. We talked about this before. Like to me, college is good for certain careers, but you just, you can't be going to some school. Like I said, my school right now, $60,000 a year, man. Like. You can't be coming out of school on a hundred thousand for a degree in something, man. Like that's, that's just two, setting two, you up two, for two, a life of never catching up.
0: Man. That's two forty.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's just that's 000. just setting you up for. That's, no, I'm just saying like hundred. I'm just saying like loans or whatever. But
0: that's two forty, sixty thousand.
1: No, nah, I know, but I'm, I'm saying, you know, they always get you. You always get some grants. Your school always give you some money. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm saying you're not paying the whole two forty student loans is what I'm saying. I'm saying like a hundred thousand is what I'm. For somebody.
0: so the administration did say though that they're working on uh uh rules and laws to hold the schools accountable right and what they're also trying to do is uh uh they're trying to double the uh maximum on the pell grant but also make community colleges free right so you know i guess you got to decide whether you want to go to community college or four year school, uh, uh, you know, off the break. We talked about that too, as well, whether it's worth it or not, especially when things are on, you know, online in and uh, schools. Right. But uh, but that's one of the things that they're they're trying to do to keep the uh the prices reasonable for people, is they trying to hold the schools accountable for it. Uh, you know, I guess like in, I just talked about real estate. So in real estate, you got rent control, right? In certain areas where you can only, j- you know, kind of jack your price up on on renting a property in DC specifically um and you can only go uh, to a certain amount like it's not like you know this year I'm charging 1000 next year I can do 2000
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it's only a certain percentage so i just i assume that's what they're trying to do is to say hey you as a school um you know Tommy school that's charging $60,000 now right they can't just increase their tuition to 75 or 80,000 or whatever, there's got to be a percentage to be a cap on how much they can take that price up every year.
1: Yeah, because like I said, it's, it's it's a system that's really designed to put people in debt. That's right. Like, and that that's the problem. It's like that the system is designed for people to have this debt. And again, they always present it as student loan debt is good debt. They always say because you can, you know do deferments and all of that kind of stuff, but it it's still a debt and it's still a payment that you got to make at some point.
0: True. So what about your people that's mad because they got PPP loans, right? And now they're mad about the student loan forgiveness. And specifically these people are in politics like they are in Congress.
1: So I'm going to give you a couple, uh, Marjorie Taylor green. She got 180,000 in PPP loans forgiven uh Roger Williams got 1.4 million dollars forgiven Brett Guthrie got 4.3 million dollars forgiven Carol Miller got 3.1 million dollars forgiven Mark Wayne Muller Mullen got almost a million dollars forgiven and it's funny cuz they all tweeted out if you take out a loan you pay it back and uh the, th- the thing about it, like PPP, obviously that was a, you know, once in a lifetime, you know, COVID situation. So again, I mean, the thing is our tax dollars, because we talked about this before, like I don't have any kids, but I know some of my taxes go to schools. Right. And I ain't got no problem with that. Cause like we talked about, there's a so- societal contract that we have. And you know, some of these people tried to lie and make it seem like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were sending these people checks for $10,000. Like, this is government. These are government student loans. So it's not a check going to you. It's just saying if you were paying $200 a month and you owe $10,000, you now don't have to pay anything.
0: Wiping the debt out like they did with the PPP.
1: Right. So it's like, and again, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, that's better for the economy. Because those people are probably now that's 20 dollars they got a month, which means maybe it's going to their savings, or maybe they now putting the money towards getting the house, or that's $20 now they can go out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just always funny to me. I mean, you know, quoting your boy Tupac again, got money for war, but can't, you know, can't feed the poor. And it's like you getting all of this money and you mad cause and they, they kept trying to like say things like, you know, people that went to college and got terrible degrees. Like somebody said, Ted Cruz said people that went to college and are now uh Starbucks workers, that got lesbian studies degrees. Like just making up degrees that people got, yeah. And then putting down somebody that works at a coffee shop, yeah. It's
0: lesbian studies.
1: Yeah. Just like talking about that's the people like, like basically he's saying it's 43 million people that are getting helped. They all are coffee shop workers and they all took lesbian studies. That's why they need this help.
0: Yeah. That's, 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 he's a jerk.
1: Something yeah, like he's that. a jerk. But like I said, man, money, money, money from, my, I mean, listen, man, if they want to get to the point of how many taxes I get to pay a year, I get to go in and decide what percentage of my taxes go to certain things. That's gonna be a crazy country we live in, because you know, like I said, I pay for schools, I ain't got no kids in school, I pay for weapons for of war, I ain't supporting no war. You know what I'm saying? So many things that we pay for with our taxes that we don't have no control over and it goes to things that may not necessarily impact our lives, but in the grand scheme of things, it all impacts our lives because we all live in this country together.
0: No question. So look, before we go to the next segment, I want to repeat. So, if you are an individual, and you can fact check me on this, you're right? You're an individual, and you make uh, less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, you're eligible. Is that right? Yeah. And if you had a Pell Grant, you can get up to twenty thousand. No Pell yep. Grant, you can get ten thousand dollars.
1: Yep.
0: Same applies for a household. That makes less than two hundred and fifty thousand. Basically. Okay. So uh just you know, for listeners that are out there, that's what's coming down the pike. Uh
1: Yeah. Stay stay on it. Stay on it.
0: Uh, I thought this was old news
1: Yeah we was going to talk about it last week But we went so long that we saved this one
0: But I thought it was really old
1: news Uh, I don't know I just saw the article a couple of weeks ago <laughs> Alright go ahead <laughs> Uh, Two Pennsylvania judges orchestrated a scheme To send children to profit To for profit jails in exchange for kickbacks They were ordered to pay more than $200 million to nearly 300 plaintiffs. plaintiffs. Uh, While they were judges, they shut down a a county-run juvenile detention center and accepted $2.8 million in legal payments from one of the builders of the two for-profit lockups. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court threw out 4,000 juvenile convictions after the scheme was uncovered. 4,000 juvenile convictions uh, That's crazy 4,000 people uh, That was convicted
0: mm. And and the crazy thing is, is You take advantage of these kids And most of their families Don't have the means to like get lawyers And things like that So they doomed the minute that they get arrested Yeah you That's a you lot of it, people
1: You did this to kids
0: huh? Uh, yeah Kids. Juveniles. Innocent kids.
1: Children as young as eight were ordered to detention. Many of them first time offenders of petty thefts and other minor crimes. Their cruel and despicable actions victimized a vulnerable population of young people. One of the judges got tw- got a twenty-eight year sentence, and the other got a seventeen year sentence. But he got released early because of COVID. Because he old. No. Two point eight million dollars, huh? To just ruin people's lives, kids' lives. I hate to say it, man. You know the two judges were white, and of course most of the juveniles they were throwing in were black and brown.
0: Black and brown, no 4, soul.
1: Four thousand juvenile convictions, yeah. But see, the thing is, okay, so they threw out 4,000 juvenile convictions after the scheme was uncovered. But that means those people was in jail or they spent some time. So that means like this eight-year-old had to actually go to to juvenile detention. So I don't know how long it took for him to get out, but he actually spent time before these convictions were overturned. (sighs) $2.8 $2.8 million. Yeah, that that was a value they put on at least 4,000 that we know of convictions that were overturned. Yeah,
0: yeah oh, but yeah. J- just, you know, uh, I think the statute of limitations or something like that. Well, never mind. I won't call it a statute, but it's uh, it stays on your record right. for 10 years. So disregard statute of limitations it just stays on your record for 10 years it says like as a juvenile right like um if you uh if you're charged um it, it it's on your record for 10 years so in this case obviously once they found you know this sort of uh, uh fraudulent activity right i'm sure they expunged it right away but just imagine all the kids that went through the system before that that kind of the situation slipped through the cracks.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, but you like, let's say they discovered it. I mean, how soon do you think they would discovered it? Cause like I said, dudes was young as eight were going. So that means they spent time.
0: Uh, yeah, and they, you you time. yeah. You can't, you
1: can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't oops my bad jail time when you're eight years
0: old. Yeah. And a lot of these kids at that point are impressionable. So right. they get into a system, yeah, right, where their backs are against the wall all the time. They learn bad habits. They learn uh, to to uh, you know they grow up in a negative environment. So just imagine how it shaped their lives in an unfortunate way. Where like you know I'm 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 in this place from eight to like maybe I'm twelve or thirteen years old,
1: right?
0: And you know what happens when you're like yeah, twelve? You, you come, think yeah. you know everything at that point,
1: right? And like you said, you don't you. <laughs> You've been institutionalized. Yes. You went at eight. You institutionalized at that point when you get out.
0: That's right.
1: You ain't the same. And, you, you, yeah, you're not the same. And so now you're in
0: that system. And so they basically ruined these kids' lives by doing that. And they surely didn't help society.
1: Mm-mm. They just helped themselves to $2.8 million.
0: And, I mean, hold on. Now, Now $2.8 million is a lot of money. Right, but it's not a lot of money for what they did,
1: man. Nah, nah, nah. I, I did the math on it, right? So they said four thousand juvenile convictions were overturned. So if you do two point eight divided by four thousand, that's basically seven hundred dollars per per juvenile.
0: That's man. That is you. So, hey, man, Tommy, I'm gonna give you seven hundred dollars <laughs> per kid right. to wreck somebody's life. Yeah. That that's that's. Nah, you got to pay me a lot more than that.
1: And the thing I couldn't find is because they said illegal payments from the builder of the two for-profit lockups. I didn't see anything about what happened to the builder. Like, I couldn't find. I did. I searched like four or five articles. I could not find anything about what happened to the builder. But that's the problem with for-profit prisons. And they've talked about this. It's some of these towns like in like in you know, small towns like outside, like in New York, like northern New, northern New York, where some of these towns, their only jobs are working at the prison. Mm-hmm. So, you know, part of some of the laws and some of the people not getting out is, I mean, hey, I, if you work in a town, the only job you can get is at the prison. Like, that's just a tough life. But damn, man, just to be sending somebody there just so you can have a job. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I just for profit prisons just that's just not that's never going to sound like a good plan. Ooh, yeah. wow, 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 wow. Wellington Park, Wellington Park, yeah. Yeah, uh, no check, Nick. Mm, no comment. <laughs> All right. This week's Wellington Park goes to uh I'm definitely gonna butcher this name. Uh yeah, I'm not Mary, try it either. Mary Nicosia and her husband Nicholas Nicosia. Uh yeah, so my man uh Filed a lawsuit against them, good brother, because uh, he said his party went to this June tea party went to was uh, racist. Uh, he's seeking $3 million in emotional distress and at least one million in compensatory damages. Uh, so he said he arrived to the party and he said he felt immediately uneasy, and his uneasiness intensified as he walked up the driveway and noticed a large cutout of former President Donald Trump. Turning the corner at the end of the driveway and viewing the backyard, he became completely shocked. The large backyard was decorated with June tea flags and cups that were placed near buckets of KFC and bottles of Hennessy. Uh, the Nicholas lawyer told NPR the theme of the party was anti-liberal, not racist. And that it was being misconstrued by Jones as racist. The lawyer said there is no evidence of our clients being racist. Ah, the only problem with that statement is, the family said, The allegation of this narrative have caused my family almost unbearable pain. The husband, a dentist, wept as he said, cancel culture can be so cruel the lawyer suggested that neither holds a single racist belief Uh, they said of course they have black friends Mm -hmm. and they actually have a black Jamaican woman living on their property in a guest house on their property now they didn't say that she was the maid but I'm putting two and two together but he said she was not invited to the party and that of the dozen or so people in attendance jones was the only african american now after they went on the after they went on the radio I mean, after they went on tv and cried and said cancel culture and they weren't racist they had to admit that the wife actually has a racist twitter account
0: oh i was about to say the tweets like
1: oh my yeah so the wellington is Adamantly defended themselves as false claims of racism. But then she confessed that she also happens to run a racist anonymous Twitter account. In full disclosure, I do have a Twitter parody account that operates under a veil of a persona and I and I have made blatantly racist comments under that persona, she admitted. The culture of Twitter operates a way it gives you an opportunity to be someone that you're not. So she said that she's not racist, but then she says she has a Twitter account that is a racist Twitter account, but that's not really her. That's her playing a character on Twitter. Too much. <laughs> hey, uh, just say, you know, you, <laughs> it's funny though. Yeah. Like, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Hennessy, yeah. Like that, that that that's what they see your people as, yeah. And why why they mad about Juneteenth? Like, Juneteenth ain't take a holiday away from nobody else. Like, now you got another holiday. You got July 4th, and you got, and we got Juneteenth, yeah. And you get off, you get off both of them days. And why are you mad about Juneteenth, huh? Yeah? But uh, yeah, when you get on TV and you start crying about cancel culture and, and say you're not racist, it's probably best to, uh, you know, remember that racist Twitter account that you run uh, before you say you're not racist.
0: She got black friends though. <laughs> yeah,
1: they got they got a black lady, a black Jamaican lives on their property that they didn't invite to the party though.
0: Yeah, I saw some of these uh, these tweets.
1: Yeah, oh no, nah, she was. Yeah, she was going in, but she's that—that's her persona. Yeah, she's not really racist. She just plays racist on Twitter, which I don't know. I don't know how she thinks that's a defense. Like, I'm not really racist. I just pretend to be racist for Twitter. Like, who you? Yeah, just. Wellington Park, their whole story is Wellington Park. Her Twitter accounts, Wellington Park. The reason why she got a Twitter account is Wellington Park. It's just, it's just a whole Wellington Park. And I hope the brother gets the three million dollars he's suing them for.
0: Mm, mm. That
1: was a good one.
0: All right, let's get up out of here, man.
1: Be a problem solver, not a problem finder. Problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family in life. Take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance and student loan forgiveness.
0: Hey, uh, relationships, build them before you need them. DNA, know uh, who you will let down if you fail, why you do what you do. Have a plan. Pull up the motor cash. I got a show today. That's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.